This broadcast is brought to you with limited commercial interruption by Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash boards and swords to find out more. Welcome to the Dirt Bags of Holding, episode 141. Hey there, everybody, and welcome to the Dirtbags of Holding. This is an RPG show where we talk and play the best RPGs in the worst way possible. Uh, I'm one of your hosts. My name's Chris. What's going on, everybody? I'm Philip. I'm Jimmy. My name's King Corey, and I King am in Corey. charge of this place. <laughs> nice. All right. Dang, uh, nice. My wife may differ on that, but okay. Uh, okay. Unless you're defined the I'm word sorry, place. Who? I'm not going to fight your wife. <laughs> you're supposed to say, my wife. My, my wife. wife. Okay. Depends on your definition of place. If your place is talking about the virtual space that exists our podcast. Okay, sure. Cool. Yeah, I'm king of that. <laughs> All right. I'm king of that place. So. What are we talking I, about I don't today? get it. I don't have to do a last name since uh, Chris Nichols not here. No, That's right. right. That's right. But Good hopefully you'll be. <laughs> I don't have Just to do kidding. A, I don't have he to do a last name. He might be on. He could be the, watching yeah. this. Also, identity theft is a real threat, Jim. <laughs> anyway. Millions of families are okay. infected every yeah. year. Yeah, okay. I figured. I figured. Anyways, so uh, the previous episode will have been talking about Gen Con, and it's finally coming out. <laughs> I'm just moving the dates to Thursdays when new episodes come out. So That's a bit of news if you see things on Thursday. It's because I have stuff coming out every other day of the week. Oh. <laughs> Thursday's a good day. Because uh, Mondays is when I try and get the Boards and Swords show out. Uh, Tuesdays and Fridays is when I have new bl- uh, vlog posts up on YouTube. Wednesdays are streaming oh. days, so that left Thursday. Thursday's a good day. And what's that YouTube channel called again? YouTube.com slash Boards and Swords. <laughs> that you release content on, was it every day? No, three times a week. Oh, disappointing. <laughs> 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 Only three times Only a week. Only three times a week. Very disappointed. <laughs> At okay. my best. Well, we, well all, we can all try. That's all we okay. can do. Thursday's the day Harry Potter and the Sacred Text, which is a wonderful podcast, comes out. So mm. we're in good company. Anyone else have a Thursday podcast to... Actually, mm, no. Most Thursday. of my podcasts are Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Also good days. Same. Yeah, yeah it seems Monday, like Tuesday nobody does Wednesdays. a Thursday, Friday podcast. You're, you're looking forward to the weekend at that point. I'm trying to think if yeah. there's any Tuesday podcasts. That- I have a, a lot of board games Off do book. like the every other oh. Tuesday. Mm. So, uh, Gen Con's over. So now we're talking about Gen Con 2020, Ooh, right? That's Yay! right. <laughs> <laughs> that's already, right. The already saving up all that money and plotting. <laughs> yeah. All right. Where are we going to be that Sunday when hotel registration opens? So where so, are we going to be? Uh, by the hi, way, Jason. Jason's in the chat room says hi. Question for you. And this is a comment yeah. out there is uh, looking forward to next conventions like PAX Unplugged mm-hmm. going to. Uh, that's in Philly. Yeah. I like that place. We going to go there? Maybe. Maybe. I got a hotel room. Oh, okay. But FFG's also looking for GMs, when too. When is it? Uh, December? December the second weekend, I think, December in December. The second That's weekend. my birthday weekend. Is well, it? There we go. Uh, yeah. It'll be like this whole so convention for you. So we can treat you. you to a nice birthday in Philly. Ooh. There you go. We'll buy you cheesesteaks. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just going to have though. bread with cheese. <laughs> Yeah, I, I realized that as I said it, <laughs> I was they, like, oh, any wait. Onions and green peppers. Yeah, I mean, it's oh, excuse not me, terrible. It's the fifth, uh, the, the actual convention is the sixth, seventh, and eighth. Oh, it's oh. before my birthday. No. I don't get cheese you sticks. Don't, you don't <laughs> own it. No, no, no. 
Like we have we, in this household, we have yeah. birthday month. No, hold on. I do love you, a birthday month. Do you own the weekend before and after your birthday? No, I normally only own the birthday week, uh, like the week of my birthday, because that's normally oh, okay. when Star Wars come out. I just want to say it's your damn birthday. You get to own whatever you want. It's up to other yeah. people whether they choose to acknowledge it. And actually, well, <laughs> actually, that's more on Jimmy than anybody else. This is else. my birthday yeah. year, so. That's true. <laughs> could, could they do like an impossible steak? Probably. I got chorizo crumbles in my Probably. fridge right now. That are or we just get steak. a Whopper and mash it up and it's just the use future. that. Yeah. The, the impossible oh, yeah. Whopper. Oh my gosh. We go to, yeah. Burger Did you King. ever try that? Yeah, I haven't tried it at Burger King, but I tried. I think it for context, we need to say that Corey's vegetarian. Eat the cow meat, <laughs> or the chicken or the meat, chicken meat, or, or the, the flesh, meat, or the bacon, or the fish, or meat. the bacon. Yes, any meat. Yeah, any I would meat. say that I'm not opposed to not eating meat. I just need fake meat to taste more like real meat. Mm. Yeah, I, I am all in for the reasons to to the the, 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 the ecological reasons for eating less meat, which is mm-hmm. why he doesn't really eat meat. That's right. We could all be an eco for, like loving. I, don't know, I really like my pork chops at Texas Roadhouse. Well, so say like, well, yeah. he like Jimmy's like, I don't eat meat at home, but if there's fish tacos on your menu, I'm getting fish tacos. <laughs> yeah. I'm a simple man. Yeah. So you can you can eat a lot less meat by just eating meat when, and like, also, when you go out. You I would know? think eating seafood is probably more eco friendly than I don't know about the, the the than like all the waste that we put into the air with cows. I don't know farming cows. I I my reaction is to think the same. Um, but I'm like, I'm sure sure it's still bad. Like I'm sure if somebody did the math, it'll be like, it's still bad because the boats are putting out, you know, they're using gas and blah, blah, blah. Well, and a lot of the like netting issues are not great. And there's the whole like overfishing so that species go extinct. Yeah. Also like most of your tuna isn't really tuna. It's mostly catfish. Yeah. Cause is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I think it was the FDA did a study a couple of years ago where they well, did delicious. DNA testing on a bunch of <laughs> store well, I brand love stuff. <laughs> yep. I love tuna, catfish, whatever. Uh, Jason laughed at the fact that you were going to buy more than one cheesesteak. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Food is good. And if it's free, uh, no, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't make you guys buy me six cheesesteaks. Six cheesesteaks, please. <laughs> Hello. Actually, could yep, you just please. get one of those like French fry containers and fill it with cheese? <laughs> The Leaning Tower of Chisa. Chisa. I'm pretty sure that joke's been made before. 100%. We should probably go to Why are we wearing gloves? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good movie. Uh, But yeah, you guys should come to Philly. Tell me more about this PAX Unplugged. I've never been. PAX Unplugged. You never been? It's like PAX, but it's unplugged. Also never been there. (laughs) So it's like Gen Con, but smaller. But smaller. about that. And how's the the format? So I know that uh, the difference that I kind of like to emphasize between PAX and uh, Gen Con is that Gen Con is ticketed and PAX is not. Ooh, I hate lines. It, like tickets for events, I mean. So there's not as many events. Mm-hmm. Okay. Keep in mind, this is only the third PAX. Right. Um, yeah, third PAX Unplugged. It's also more board game focused. So it's largely like there's a vendor hall and then there's a huge open play area. So like yeah. imagine like the open play area that you would have, except for it doesn't cost a ticket to check out games. Okay, okay. Okay. But and there's like just like of the convention center, a third of it is just open play. Okay. And you can just rent a game. Yeah, you just like give them your license and then who, they, um, or they scan your badge. Who kind of organizes? Who provides all the games? I think PAX takes care of it. Okay. I think they've curated their own library. I love that. There's some games I want to play. Um, and then uh, I've never really done much RPGs at. Packs, packs unplugged because just 
haven't. Other, like I, said, I played them outside of the convention, like during that weekend, but not affiliated with the convention. People getting like, hey, you want to get into a game? I've done that. But, and you yeah, said that FFG I, needs people. But needs apparently GMs. FFG is going to be needing GMs. So if anybody out there is listening, email me, Chris at BoardsAndSwords.com. I'll send them some information. But uh, Chris knows a guy. Yeah, I know a guy. But uh, you guys were talking about the games that they were. They're running basically the games from Gen Con at PAX. So okay. if you ever wanted to be like, well, I could run this better because I know we talked about uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. you can put your money where your mouth is <laughs> or your mouth where your mouth is. Your mouth where you put your ego is. in your mouth. Yep. I hate that. I hate that. Oh, wow. Put your, that that was so bad. Put, it your, out. put your actions where your mind is. Let's move back to the chat. We were talking about <laughs> small animals killed to keep the land, the farmland free to increase yields. I agree. It's sad. Very sad. So All moving, right. moving on into other <laughs> on to today's topic. On a, well, on not, today's not yet. What is not this yet. podcast I got, about? I got, a, I got a couple other banter subjects here. Ooh, banter mm. subjects. Uh, so something that was announced at Gen Con that we didn't really talk about at all was the Genesis Foundry. What is that? I don't even know. Genesis is. is is Fantasy Flight has basically made it a is. bunch of open source information for Shit. Genesis, and they've launched an area on Drive Through RPG where you can buy and sell user created content for Genesis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fiasco to, has that. I like that. Yeah. Well, D and D has it with the DMs guild. Yeah. You know, there's a bunch of a lot of a lot of uh, places had it. You just hadn't had it yet for. For Genesis, so technically, up before this point, you could sell if you made custom Genesis stuff, and technically they could sue you because licensing or whatnot. Or there's always that fear, like, yeah. are they going to come after me? Well, now you can follow within their le- whatever their licensing agreement is, and you can make your own stuff. Because I know we've talked about making games before that, and now like you could look online, and somebody may as- may have already done that, and you just have to buy it and support <laughs> that creator. I love that. Yep. So thoughts, opinions. I want more of it, and I'm into. Well, you're it. gonna get it with the found. With you know, hopefully that's the idea, right? So it's called the Genesis Foundry. The Genesis Foundry. It'll be so a, it's a place where you can sell what, like an adventure you wrote, or like some maps you made, yes. or some lore that you wrote. Yes, all of the above, essentially. And is there going to be a team that's sort of like vetting all of this or? I don't know. Okay. I've never submitted stuff through these ch- kind of channels before. Got it. So I would imagine what usually what it is, is there's a terms agreement that's like, as long as you stay within these terms, you're fine. And then it's one of those, like you can submit stuff. And then if something gets flat, somebody flags it, then they'll probably review it and removed. Yeah. And I guess you would set a price and then they yep. would, would they take, Fantasy Flight takes a certain cut to this? Probably. But okay. you can either set... You can set it as free. Uh, right. You can also set as... like uh, It's it's the way drive through RPG works. So it could be free. It could be any price. Or you could even set pay what you want. Right. Jason wants to know what Genesis is. Genesis is the generalized version of the RPG system used in the Star Wars games that we like. And it's our favorite. So it's the narrative... It's the, the game system that takes the narrative dice system from the Star Wars FFG games and makes it so you can run it in whatever setting you want. Uh, if you saw our streams on when we did the superheroes game, that so was silly. using the Genesis rules. Hey, that was awesome. I'm glad you guys had fun. That was a perfect dirtbags game. I did go home and think the ending was terrible, but you know what? Sometimes <laughs> I don't you... remember what the ending was. Well, that's good because it wasn't great. I'm sorry, everyone who's listening. <laughs> 
listen well, to Well, they haven't heard, most of them haven't heard it yet. Yeah, so pay attention for that great ending. That's coming soon. I was waiting until we started recording again before I released it. That game is 100% a, it's all about the journey, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Philip, what's Sorry. our motto? Uh, do we, we have a motto? We play the best RPGs. We play the best RPGs in the worst way possible. There you go. Touche. Nice. But yes, it is FFG, and they did a great job. Yes. Uh, Jason, I feel like we do that in our normal games, too. Well, yeah. Why do you think I made a podcast? <laughs> like, when Corey and Chris were uh, were DMing D&D, it was like, all right, yeah, oh, all right, Corey's got this graded. How do we screw this up? <sighs> it wasn't you guys that screwed that one up. That was me at the end. And then both you and other Chris, he who shall not be named, <laughs> uh, you both were like, you could have ended it this way or this way. And I was like, both of those are way better. <laughs> are you talking about the Genesis game? Uh, or are the, you talking the about the d game? superheroes game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's good. Listen to your friends. They'll tell you better ways to end things and you can do it like that next time. Yeah. That's one reason why, like I was glad when I looked on the schedule and it said we had a discussion because I started planning out the next session for our Ravnica game. And then I got through it and then I realized there's actually a story before this. Like I wrote this and then I was like, this would be better as a part three. And then I do a part part two to introduce some, you know? Yeah. That makes sense. Introduce some plot threads. Give us some exposition. Yeah. I'm reading Brandon Sanderson's Stormlight Archive right now. And the first book is a thousand pages long and it is all exposition. I just finished it. I was like, oh, now I now I know the pre story. Let me read everything else. (laughs) All right. And the last piece of news I have to talk about is this one I'm so excited for. (gasps) And that is probably other than Ravnica, which is brand new. My favorite D&D setting is coming to 5th edition, and that is Wizards has announced there's going to be a book called Eberron, Rise from say, the Last War. Cool. Uh, is it, it the was Keith in, Baker one? That is the Keith okay. Baker Can one. Can we all wear Keith Baker hats when we play <laughs> for the first time? So, uh, Eberron was a... So, basically, in 3.5 D&D, okay. uh, they put a, out a call. Wizards was like, give us your best pitches. And Eberron was the one they chose. It's basically where I've, I've used steampunk-ish to refer to some games before. Eberron is no <laughs> steampunk, magic-fueled technology like trains powered by wizardry, basically, <clears throat> like electric train, you know. But, okay. like, there's a bunch of big lore involved in Eberron. Like, there was, a, there was like, an, uh, like, a big, huge explosion that took out, like, the center of the massive continent. It's just, like, barren kind of thing. But it's, it's it's what kickstarted the designer Keith Baker's career because he designed it. He's okay. the one who did. Um, uh, what do you like the game that you Phoenix like? Phoenix Donkey. Oh, Phoenix yeah. Donkey. Oh, okay. And um, Illumat. And Illumat. This is his hat. I'm down ah, for it. Okay. What literally when we were at Gen Con, we were like, I wonder if Keith Baker's at the Illumat booth. Oh yeah, yep, there's, there's his hat. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just their uh, their their little blip here. This book provides players and dungeon masters everything need everything need. Every okay, okay. The way it's phrased was ah. everything they need to play Dungeons and Dragons at Eberron, a war-torn world with magic fuel technology, airships, lightning trains, where noir-inspired mystery meets swashbuckling adventure. Mm. Will Eberron enter a prosperous new age, or will the shadow of war de- uh, descend once again? Eberron's definitely one of those games with you can play up intrigue a lot. There's mm-hmm, a lot yeah. of really interesting political things going on. I would say to answer that question depends on what game group you're playing with. Touche. It's real hard to do political stuff. And I was answering the question on the, Oh, will it prosper or will it descend into war? 
Oh, well, yes. If you hand it to us, (laughs) (laughs) it will. It wasn't before, but now. (laughs) Okay. And with that, I'm going to hand it over because Corey came up with our idea for our topic today. Oh, we. Am I in charge of this today? Yes. Do you want to be? I could be in charge. Yeah, you did declare yourself king. Okay. Uh, Well, let me open up. That was a mistake. (laughs) That was your first mistake. My one note, which was my (laughs) suggestion for what we should do. Uh, And it was. I believe it was on what to bring to the first session. It was how to ready session one, how to prepare your players for new roles how to prepare yourself for the unknown, and how to make everyone want to come back to the table. Yeah, I think I, 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 I'm I, willing to take if anybody's got any better suggestions, but I simplified it to how to make sure you have a session two. Yep, I like it. I'm down. <laughs> because how many times have we had an RPG and it just sucked? Yeah. And then we're like, we might come back to this game, but we don't. That could be uh, a one shot. We had so we had session zero on, uh, what was that, Black Crusade? Yeah. Yep. That was <laughs> There's one, for example. <laughs> Didn't we like... We recorded that too. In the yeah. Yeah. Uh, it released it. I did oh. it as a, a bonus episode when I needed filler earlier this year. Okay. In between recording sessions. I loved gotcha. reading the lore and making a character, but pl- I didn't love playing the game. Well, we didn't play the game. Yeah, we didn't play <laughs> yeah. the game. I did. I yeah, played Philip the Gen Con. Gen Con. Yeah. Your first? No, second. It didn't suck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounded interesting hearing other people play it. Yeah. Rough times. Ta-ta. anyways we might have covered uh several facets of this in our session zero episode yeah uh because i think uh it's vital to um have a session zero such that when you're going into session one uh you are fulfilling the expectations of everybody yeah but this is more of okay now yeah. you've sat down and or you're preparing for session one you've had your we're assuming here that you've taken our advice on a session zero you picked your game and you, you picked, picked a game you've talked to your players everyone's they, got characters mm-hmm. what can we do to make sure uh i'm gonna say right off the bat go on youtube and watch somebody else pl- or watch or listen to somebody else playing said game 100 <laughs> percent. because they're gonna come up against some of the issues that you will inevitably come up against. Yeah. So if you listen to them play for the first time, they're probably going to figure out some of the frequently asked questions that you'll also hit up with. Yeah. So listen to a or, or podcast. A podcast. Or a game. Yeah, yeah. I was saying yeah. YouTube just because of the fastest of content, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. any podcast that, uh, you know, very smart. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's a good. Yep. Yeah. So what should you prepare to bring to the table with you for your players? I was thinking, like, if you're going to play a Genesis game, you should have a little note that everyone has that says what each die mm. result means. So, like, this yep. is success. So, player this aids. is a failure. Player, player aids. aids. Like, uh, an introdu- beginner player aids. And even, yep. like, a one-page um, rule description. And you can find a lot of them online just Googling your RPG. And you don't have to have it for every player. You might want to, but if you don't, just put one out on the table. Just a cheat sheet. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a sheet. Like I remember, and this kind of feeds into that, like when we first started playing D&D, and I think the board's still there. The board is The, the whiteboard that has the list of all the actions you can do in combat. It's yeah. just hiding up in the it's corner. It's just hiding yeah. up in yeah. the corner. It, like stuff like that, where it's just so someone can see like yeah. if they're oh, yeah, it's like brain what, farting, what can I do? What qualifies as an action? A standard action. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And I think it makes a lot of sense if you're going to be a GM either have a whiteboard in your room or bring a whiteboard. Jimmy and I got a fancy glass 
yep. whiteboard for our gaming room. Yep. It looks real, real. Didn't sexy, you say you don't? Cute. Isn't it not very effective though for some things you were drawing? Something you were drawing and. No, I think it really oh, okay. works. I was just saying that I was thinking about putting lights behind it, and I was like, I don't oh, know that's, yeah. that, that's what you were yeah. talking about. Black lights with neon dry erase markers. So we have neon dry erase oh, markers, but yeah. they don't have like, yeah. But anyway, you it's get great. A black light in there. I, I saw something really cool. I don't know if I talked about it on here or not, but somebody at uh, my, my Gen Con game for uh, Mutants and Masterminds slash DC Adventures, they had a portable whiteboard. And basically, it was a bunch of index cards. That was like oh, 24 okay. index cards laid out that was laminated and just Smart. folded up. So it was just they like, pull it like someone's like, ah, man, I wish I had a whiteboard to draw on. They just went whoosh and just like whipped it out of their pocket. And I'm like, that's amazing. Very smart. <laughs> Completely agree. Because you don't know, even if, say, for our Dungeons and Dragons games, we have uh, a table that's mounted with a TV under it. Right. And it is so useful for the GM to put in visual aids and maps and you can change things on the fly, but mm-hmm. you still sometimes just want to draw stuff because it's yeah. faster. Like yeah. you're in a chasm. Because if boop, you boop, come upon slides. a situation that you haven't like pre-made a map for, mm-hmm. then you can't use the TV. Especially when you have players like us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I set for us to be in this other area and they went to this area instead. All of the like prepared content is east. Oh, I thought you said weast. <laughs> 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 but so... What else can you bring to the table for your players to try to get them excited? Something snacks. I mentioned was what? Oh yeah, uh, snacks. Well, uh, yeah, there's snacks. Um, but that's, that's not related. I was okay. thinking the same thing, Jimmy. We what's were like, on the same are, uh, there. So I mean, I mean, we we have experience. Like, what's in our game room? Um, our DM is a bit of a, uh, a tabletop hoarder. <laughs> okay, so we have miniatures. I can't say anything of everything right which is um, super useful but not needed but very nice not needed but useful that way you can like put it all right so this guy's over here and he's over here and and then boom like boom he i pretty sure there's terrain in that room too here's a wall yeah yep. mm-hmm. can you see him no all right you can't shoot him next question move along <laughs> uh, i've got this brand new character cool there's probably a miniature over on that table <laughs> that looks up. like yeah. him yep yep Although I'm excited to play D whenever I finally get a chance to play D and D again because I painted my mini. Yeah, like I bought a I bought a, a tiefling. Well, and it, even it, that something as small as either like a what's a character a D and D character like five dollars for a mini now something like that. You don't have to buy all your players minis, but if you want them to have immediate buy in and like care about their character, yeah. If you bought them a mini and let them paint it, they're gonna bond with it, and then when you kill it, it's gonna hurt them so much. <laughs> So it's not a terrible idea to like get them that little bit of buy. Or, or I would go and caveat with that, you know, just in case money wise, have uh, instructing your players to find a picture online that represents their character, because that also creates a a connection. They're not just numbers on a sheet. They've associated somewhat with some sort of Mm -hmm. idea and you get an idea of what this character looks like. Mm -hmm. Totally agree. Uh, or even a mood board, not just oh, one picture. I love a mood Put board. Put a mood board. <laughs> of course uh, you would say a mood board. You could board. have a session <laughs> zero, 0. 0.5 where you either Everyone makes you a paint mood board. characters or you pr- you present to each other your mood boards or a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> or, I mean, if you really want to go out, you can use, uh, what's it called? Hero... Hero Forge. Hero, Hero Forge. Forge, where mm-hmm. you can design your character and then download yep. it and Not 3D print it. <laughs> but sponsor us. Cool. Yeah. But uh, you could also use it and just screen grab it and be like, this is what my character looks like. <laughs> yeah. That Yes. 
Yep. And on physical items, I think it's also really fun if the GM sort of has a couple props. Like I've always liked if you have mm. a letter that's delivered to someone, maybe like burn the edges of some paper and make a pretty mm. note and then like yep. stamp it with the king seal and give it to someone. You don't have to, but then they have a physical item to hold on yep. to. Uh, I don't know. I like those yep. kinds of things. Okay. So along the lines of physical items, I got to ask. There was that series of there was a series of games where I brought the adventure sense. Yes. How did that help or hurt the? the how was that? I, I wasn't running that game. I liked them. I don't think they added right. that. I don't think much. they pervaded so much. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I don't. We, yeah. We, we would have needed um, um, the candles, like or an oil the, diffuser yeah. or something. Yeah. That being said, but even the idea is not even you don't necessarily have to have it permeate the room, but just to smell it to kind of get your brain. I, think so. I liked the deep dank. I feel like that one. <laughs> dank I was dungeon. like, okay, we are in a gross place. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And I mean, we know scents are they trigger memory like yeah. the strongest, right? Hundred percent. Um, and along those lines, uh, you know me, I love a soundscape. Yes. <laughs> and they're not a sponsor, so I won't name them. But uh, I, I like playing around in. Uh, one program that has a whole bunch of Sirenscape. Yep. Yep. It's your podcast. Okay. <laughs> uh, Give us Sirenscape. Money. I love them. I'm kidding. Because uh, they're Australian <laughs> and I like that accent. And um, yeah. Jimmy loves making sounds. I should make a, a whole note. bunch of sounds. Contact Sirenscape about yeah. sponsorship. <laughs> they're, uh, they're Ravenloft. The soundscape you made for Ravenloft was a lot of like crows and yeah. oh is this rain. for your your uh yeah curse of strahd strahd game so i basically just have a a thing playing in the background that's just sort of like some uh, howling wind but like very softly and then every once in a while a crow cause and sometimes then, people cry um yeah jimmy needs to gm more games for us is right? what i'm hearing the issue <laughs> is when jimmy gms a game it takes him so long to put stuff together <laughs> that i don't have a husband a fiance yeah. so i'll do counterpoint <laughs> to all this <laughs> counterpoint over prepare yes. because then ah. you will definitely not have a session two if you put so much energy that you're burnt out by the time yeah <laughs> so we i will admit is a balance so we've talked about smells mm -hmm. we've talked about Physical objects. Physical objects. Taste. If you want snacks. I feel like themed <laughs> snacks, not a terrible idea. Or like uh, okay. we did, this is an idea we did with the L5R card game, but you could easily do it if you're playing the game having tea. Oh. Because like tea is a very, yeah. the, the, the Japanese style in which L5R is presented, you know, the, the kind of like tea ceremonies and that sort of thing. Yeah. And if you're playing Star Wars, someone get some blue food coloring and get some blue milk that's yep. right because yep. we yep. had that um over at uh over at randy's yeah yep. we ran that when he ran that game for us and it was yep. like every, we had uh we had death star shaped waffles <laughs> oh that's so yeah, good and blue milk and cookies yeah, he, I love yeah. he really did like theme that well and didn't they make a like a chewy wait, cake? wait 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 Chewbacca yeah. randy Chewbacca i don't remember themed a star wars <laughs> yeah. event really well <laughs> yeah i'm shocked yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm utterly shocked <laughs> get it yeah, because yes. it's blue milk. Blue yes. milk. That was You're good. welcome. <laughs> round of applause. <laughs> you said round. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, so taste, smell. Mm -hmm. What about <laughs> on what about on your side of the you've talked about for players? What about on your side of the GM screen? So on my side of the GM screen, I always like Do to Do you have, need a GM screen? I love a GM screen. Because okay, so why to have a GM screen? One, this might not be popular with some people, but flubbing roles occasionally makes things more interesting. And for a narrative sense, like, 
I I don't know. If you need that to happen, you can do it behind a GM screen. <laughs> Doing it behind a GM screen is great because so so Corey's running a game and I do something and Corey like it completely messes up everything she wanted to do, but she loves it. So she's just like doesn't even look at the all right, that worked. Go Perfect. ahead. Let's do this. Let's <laughs> like, yeah. Or like sometimes you need to hide minis or something behind your thing mm-hmm. and then throw it at people or prep things. Yeah. And I, I like ha- or having an initiative order. <laughs> That's yeah. Yep. Also just having all your rules set up like boop, boop, boop. And that's 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 a good one for the makers of the GM screens. Yeah. Um, because uh, you've got your D and D screens, you've got your FFG Star Wars screens. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Genesis is coming out with them. They are. Wormwood has. We talked about it last. Like, you can like make your own. Yeah. Like, yeah, um, but that's if you have like two hundred dollars for a GM screen. Yeah, but that's Those if you're nice trying, if you're trying to get a nice birthday present. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Um, and then you have the uh the Table Titans. GM that's, that's Chris's. It is Chris's? Mm-hmm. Okay, but you used it a he lot. He who shall not yeah. be named. <laughs> so uh, what do you do? Okay, because I'm, I'm thinking all sorts of budgets here. What if I don't have a GM screen? Oh, what you, can I do to make one? Just put some stuff in front of you. Uh, I just feel get like, like a normal folder. Yep. I've used it like a six the ring books binder. before. Like yep. if I have source books for said game, yeah. I've put them together to make a GM screen. Like books I'm not going to pick up and reference, but it just gives me a screen. Yeah. Or even if you just had your computer up and then like... Did stuff behind it. Yeah. And maybe like one other notebook or Blocker. something to block your way. Or wet. a side table for you to be able to do all your stuff yep. on. Right. Yep. You're gently just looking for something to be able to like look up rules and roll behind. Or just like a cereal box. Yeah. <laughs> Put it there. Someone brings and snacks in a box. And then in the middle of the game you have a snack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, heck a yes. Box. And so, when you reach the bottom, it's game over. It's like 10 <laughs> candles, but the cereal box. Oh, there we go. That's <laughs> awesome. I love it. When you get to the bottom, everyone dies. <laughs> so behind your GM screen, uh-huh. what kind of things do you want? Like I always Dice. Like, Dice. <laughs> I always like to have just a list of um, NPC names and then maybe mm. like oh, interesting quirks one. to give them. So like this person has a Cogni accent. This person has a very low cut vest and he looks like Fabio. <laughs> like just things to make them memorable. Now, yeah. Or you end up like me and you have like characters named Bob and Tim because it's <laughs> the first thing you think Came of. Came in your head. Yeah, I feel like... Um I find myself not needing rules reference as much as I do uh, like story reference. Mm. So I, I like your idea of NPC names and um, maybe like stats for the enemies they're going to face like that session. Um, so you can pull that or, up quick. Uh, I also do like uh, um, rules for conditions. I guess that's a D&D yeah. thing. Conditions but, is a, yeah. Yeah, because you, you often forget like what's the difference between incapacitated and like dazed. charmed or dazed yeah. or stunned. So... Yeah. It's also little niche rules. Yeah. Good. I'm trying to generalize yeah. to yeah. Or other games. like uh like damage for improvised or like falling or yeah. mm-hmm. how big is stuff. a bag of holding? Yeah. Little things that you're gonna forget. Also, literally you can go online for whatever game and type such and such game GM screen and yep. they will have player aids already yeah. made that has a lot of this information mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. And you, um you mentioned like initiative order, so it's good to have like those little initiative flags that you can Technically, or, I mentioned that, yep. but you're oh, welcome. Well, okay. Well, or even just like Chris does, where you, he who shall not be named, take a uh, an index card and fold I didn't it in half. I say that, by the way. I, no, no, I she did. was the one that she, came yeah. up with it. I'm just making well, jokes. Well, she's the king. She can do whatever she wants. That's true. 
yeah, you just fold an index card in half, put the name on it, and then you can move those around on top of your screen to know who goes next. That being said, we don't do a lot of like strict initiative order. We do we, slots. Well, be, be, um, it's it's because of um, Star Wars and Genesis. Like, well, the whiteboard is our initiative tracker. Yeah, yeah, we we <laughs> we fell in love with the Star Wars initiative order. Yeah. Of all right, good guy goes, bad guy goes, good guy goes, bad guy goes, yep. good guy, good guy. So. You can make plans a little bit We incorporated better. that into D&D as well. Which can be rough in D&D because there's a lot of things that people take to give them higher initiative order, yeah. but yeah. like none of us mind, I don't think. There's I've never also, come across it. Like, I know certain people, they have abilities that say like, you do more damage if you go first or whatever. Yep. Yeah. That are, that are so, that was, <laughs> so that was like, well, and then it was just Chris's character got the first player slot. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, all right, so... Chris is going to pop out of the shadows, shoot someone, do like, okay, we need more D6s over here. Please, yeah. thank you. Do all that damage. And then Chris goes and hides and doesn't yeah. do anything for yep. like the rest of combat. <laughs> I'm now a bush. Ninja dust. Ninja dust. <laughs> so let's see. Also behind your screen. Oh, you might want um like just a brief outline of the things you want to accomplish in this game and it might not happen but it could be like right. this is where i want them to be at the beginning the middle and the end and blank then, paper oh blank so paper. much blank paper yeah. it's yeah, like that's... even i will i've gotten to a point where i do a lot of notes on the computer mm -hmm. but i still just having blank paper where i can write like hit points for all the different yep. creatures or what the initiative order status is if i don't have Yep. If I'm playing at a con game, I'm going to write down. Plus, like if I'm at a con game, I'm, granted, that's you're not going to have a session two for that. I'll write down character. Like we do this on the whiteboard. Yeah. But writing down character name and player name. Yeah. So that you will can better that associative of keeping people in character and like referring to people by their character names and versus saying, well, Corey did X, Y and Z. Yep. No, Ionosa did. Well, that was that's your character, right? Yeah. I'm Daba. Daba, right. In Daba. our new D&D game. But uh, on that, on character stuff, every time that I've run a long playing game, I get a sticky note for every character every session. So I could be like, Phil's character, Fuzzy, this game decided <laughs> to rip apart a spaceship. Or he decided to... Hey, hey, I put it back together. Yeah, mostly. <laughs> uh, and so it's good to remember just a couple different facts of what they've done over the course of the did, game. Did they so rip that, up one of the landing gear so that the thing slid off, so the slid off the mountain? <laughs> no. Um, so by the time I put it together, it's still qualified as a ship to fly in space. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yes. But so it's just good to keep an eye on like what everyone's doing. And then at the end of every session, I would write down like this is what everyone's done into one page. And then you can sort of have a, a through line so that if you need, especially in the Star Wars game we were playing, it worked on debt. And so if you needed to create like a debt that someone needed to pay off later, it was good to have their background history. And just cute little things. I also had to write down all the gross bug names for all of oh, the... Oh, for all uh, Chris's... Wookie yeah. medicine. Wookie medicine. Yeah, that was kind of fun. Mm. <laughs> and scraps to write down all the uh, Berger and Phil's and his yes. medicine. <laughs> That's right. So... That was part of the thing. I was like, I need a Berger in this story. <laughs> <laughs> I need to think of one. All right. Any other ideas for... We've kind of hit around the table. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, also behind your GM screen, I, I find when I'm GMing, I have a good time if you have multiple... NPCs if you bring a couple different prop outfits so like bring a hat or bring a pipe 
or bring an eye patch. And then when you're playing that character, you can throw that on just to help differentiate yeah. who's who. Our um, our Bluebeard's Bride uh, GM used the shawl to great effect. Yes. So, yeah, I agree with that. Cool, cool, cool. Along those lines, like depending on what mood for the game you agreed on in session zero, it's just like bring that mood. Yeah. How we set up that room to bring that mood. Low lights. In in your demeanor. Like what that game we play. uh, Dread. Dread. No lights. Wait, do we play Dread? You mean 10 candles? 10 candles? No, we play with Mike. It was on a spaceship. Oh, yeah. So that was a. Spaceship. Spaceship. (laughs) Oh, funny voices for the NPC says Jason. And I agree. Mm. That also helps differentiate things. Chris has been workshopping his old man voice. <laughs> Back in my day. <laughs> I always like when old people cough a little more when you're like. We ran our first edition D&D games at the Denny's. Waffles. Oh, yeah. So Ember Silica's in the chat. Uh, who on our on said YouTube channel that I was talking about before? Uh-huh. Uh huh. They won uh, the special edition version of Ghosts of Salt Marsh. Huh. Congrats! Congratulations! You win. All yeah. this stuff is fun. Yeah, because I w- they gave me the best ideas for when I was doing interviews at Gen Con. Oh, yeah. That rocks. I casually mentioned it in there, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, I need to give this away." Heck yeah! Good. Get some stuff out of Chris's uh, gaming and that's shelves. The Boards and Swords YouTube. Yep. That produces yeah. content every yep. Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Friday. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. No, <sighs> got Monday, it wrong again. Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday uh, and Friday. Oh, mm. yeah. See, we just haven't plugged it enough. All right. No, 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 no. So, Speaking, setting a mood for a room. Yep. Mm-hmm. What? How? How can one do? Sirenscape. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, well, besides that, what do you do in your room to try to make it fit the theme? Uh. Mm, you're playing you a Phoenix little, Dawn command. Little fan things oh, that yeah. has the tissue paper, like oh, on fire. Real fire, yeah, uh-huh. uh, or just real fire. Yes. I don't know. It's your house. <laughs> <laughs> but it, say you're playing a Phoenix Dawn command game. What would you do to the room to make it more Phoenix Dawn commandy? Oh, well, yeah, I would definitely have some candles. Definitely because it's a Phoenix in that game. game as a, a communication system, if you remember, and a means of traveling. Oh, that's right, and a means of traveling. Uh, so you would you would need a bigger table with like a fire pit right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. we could even play it outside around a oh, fire pit. That'd be yeah. fun. Um, and then you could roast marshmallows. And then we'd have to remind people not to walk into the fire. <laughs> you yeah. could also. But if I die, I level up. Yeah, <laughs> Phil, we're playing a Stargate game. What what do you do to make the room more Stargatey? Uh oh, so seal off the room. Yeah, he needs to <laughs> seal off the room. He needs a giant like vault door that's like, mm, and then like claxons uh, blaring. What is the what is what does the embarkation room have on the door? Isn't it like level C twenty eight or something? Yeah, something that's like fun. that. Yeah. Once it's you walk into the blast room, door. it's a blast door. I is did such like a good episode. when you were <laughs> when you GM'd our Stargate game and we had our like briefing. You were very much pretending to be like a army sergeant. I don't know who oh, was in charge when, when Mike was GMing. Oh, was he was GMing, that you game? GMing Mike, that game? Mike ran the Stargate game and I was the commander the of the team. Yep. And it, it was really good because you were in character and you were telling mm-hmm. us what to do, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yep. Did you tell him good luck and Godspeed? I did not. Next time. Oh, because you were going. Because I was going with them. Gotcha. Yes. 
Um, however, uh, Corey was playing a civilian who we um, we basically Coerced. drafted into uh, into the team. So, yeah, you're gonna come with us. What? And then she like bedazzled her uniform. I was like, "What the hell is your problem?" Yeah, <laughs> you gotta bring a little dazzle. Okay, that's great. We're trying to go in stealthy, and you stick out like a disco ball. Chris, you're playing a Batman game. Playing a Batman game. What, what do you bring to the room? Uh, I'm dressing as Batman. Actual bats. <laughs> you're gonna treat yourself and get an actual Batman costume. You're making a big assumption there. <laughs> that, that, that you, you don't, don't already own a Batman costume. <laughs> I'm just imagining Parks and Rec where Ben's sitting in a mall crying in a Batman costume. Well, see now, now, now this, um, this just goes complete tangent. Our, um. So this Batman costume that you may or may not already have, are we um, are we Adam West or are we more like uh, newer Michael Keaton, George Clooney? Does everyone have it's a Christian? It's a Christian Bale. It's a Christian Bale. It's Christian okay. Bale. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. And it's really like I was a college kid when I made it, so it's really just like a black, a black turtleneck and a cape and oh my a gosh. mask, and that's it. <laughs> Can I see it? <laughs> I can show you pictures. <gasps> There's pictures of it. Can you put the pictures on the Patreon? <laughs> uh, probably. Yes. If we get five so, more Patreon subscribers. Yeah. So Chris, <laughs> what? But what are you going to bring to a Batman room? What am I going to bring? Uh, to make the, the spotlight. Oh, like Ooh. some sort of like, or, or like get like a, a light that's got like a, uh, um, an adjustable like one yeah. of the, I'm thinking of like the bendy lights and mm-hmm. then cut out a little bat signal to yeah, tape so over it make a bat That's signal so fun. yeah yep and then maybe like batman shaped cookies mm. Mm. or batarang shaped cookies what about and then an when people bat? do good things you throw the cookies at them <laughs> i wasn't before but sure uh, i wasn't thinking of food elements okay so what would you bring for phoenix, phoenix Stock, uh, shots of fireball <laughs> <laughs> like every time when you, when you die you have to take a <laughs> shot. or when you walk into the fire to to be transported, yeah. teleported. Yeah. You have to take fireball because that's gross. Uh, I never want to drink fireball again. Never again. Not even once. <laughs> <sighs> Phil does not agree with us. Oh, it's it's. I don't like it's alcohol. Just like, what, do you, what do you got against red things? <laughs> right. I just <laughs> want champagne. That's it. <laughs> Pure champ, actual no. champagne, with or no, sparkling mimosas. wine with, with mimosas. <laughs> nice. Yes, that is I my favorite night. thing. <laughs> Chris, fourteen years or yeah, fourteen years ago, something like that. Nice. Wow. Nice Halloween, two thousand five. Yeah. So there you go. Please quiet down. I'm that trying was- to study. <laughs> <laughs> you without a beard is adorable. I uh, report you to the RA. Uh, you mean this? You mean this? Oh God! By the don't way, do it, was, it. Don't it was- do it. <gasps> Oh man! That lets you that lets you see the quality of the costume is that the cape is just a vampire cape. So <laughs> if I were to run like a Buffy the Vampire game Slayer game, I would make everyone bring pictures of themselves in high school so that they can all think of just oh, how awkward they were. We could all wear like '90s or early 2000s clothes, yes. right? Yeah. Oh my gosh! A lot of camisoles. Yeah, just make a, a, a of, wardrobe uh, requirement. Midriffs. So many midriffs. So many long skirts. Yep. Dude, fashion's about the same. No, it's oversized I, a little bit. Lot of, it was it was oversized. Lots of Jenko jeans. Oh a lot of Jenko jeans. Yep. A lot of sunglasses that are poorly fitted to your face. Oh, and so small. So small. Yep. I agree, Jason. Actually, I, 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 loved, high I loved high school. High school was great, but I I do think I dressed like a very interesting. I had woman. I had a lot of um, 
a lot of like those weird funny shirts yeah that yeah. was in at the time like shirts yeah. from hot topic or Coles that said funny quips well they were from yeah. walmart but whatever same yep. <laughs> same same genre yeah. like one was like a uh welcome to the cafeteria today mystery meat had like a tray or whatever and like totally good for you with like an asterisk next to it may not actually be good for you yeah <laughs> it's like eggs are they good for you or are they bad for you we exactly. don't know yeah hot topic i agree jason i wore trip pants and they were <laughs> not great looking on my body uh and i only dyed the front two sections of my hair pink that was yep that was the thing oh yeah and but it was great because i had very intense acne are we completely mm-hmm. tangenting here nope nope we're just, i have i have we're, my we're going high on the school scrapbook that i made this is ideas <laughs> for running a game that's is based on a show that we want to go 90s. see how deep the, the <laughs> how deep the rabbit hole goes. How deep the rabbit hole goes. <laughs> Jason is in. Jason wants to see these pictures. We'll put them on Patreon. Patreon. That's nah. right. No. Nope. Tell your friends. <laughs> I don't know. Tell your friends <laughs> we need more Patreon subscribers, nope, and the then next. we'll embarrass they're ourselves. When I, they're when from when I was under eighteen, so I don't think I can put those out. Uh oh. <laughs> Maybe the next vlog. Oh, uh, there are some of them. There are some of those out there. Oh. Okay. So other questions. Um. Do do do. I don't. I think, I, I think this is a little been a that's a lot of good information. Yeah, cool. I, the only other thing I had in my notes, and we don't have to talk about it. We Go don't for want it. To, uh, I was saying that maybe do something exciting at the end, either like make a really big keystone battle where there's a cliffhanger, or like give your characters some puzzle that they have to solve and bring in the answer next time. Like just think of it mm. as a, a TV episode where you want to cliffhanger bring don't let them level up during the session so that they are wanting to bring their new powered up characters there we go yeah because you were talking about homework i'm like how well does that work in our group well yeah no we just do it the next session (laughs) as we're eating dinner before session starts we're like oh i got i gotta level up hang on hey guys um i know the gun starts an hour how much xp do we got (laughs) (laughs) i'm asking for a friend Corey, we're all in the same room. How much, Shut X- up. <laughs> How much XP did we get? Wrong answers only. You don't know them. They didn't go here. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Instructions unclear. <laughs> <laughs> stuck in a character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and then I looked down to see Jason saying that it has to have a high climax. Oh, God. That was a wrong follow up that question. My first thought was that you make your character sheets on your computer. Yeah. So, oh, I just cried a little bit. And my and I was going to say, like, your contact just popped out, didn't yep, it? That's, totally did. That's, uh, that's a, is that, is that a, achievement unlocked? What? Achievement unlocked, cry to contact cry out? To contact <laughs> out. <laughs> It'll be fine. And Corey, of all people. What? I don't. I don't what? get that one. Never mind. Okay. Crying? Is it because I don't cry? No, I just meant like something so inappropriate that you cried. Oh, yeah, the... yeah, that's true. I am an and inappropriate like, human. Corey of all people. Yeah, that's very Usually true. you're the one saying the thing. That is, yes. I'm sorry, world. <laughs> Work on my filter. So yeah, Patreon. Woo! Yeah. You should go to patreon.com slash boards and swords to support the show. Uh, we got levels at $1, $5 and other stuff, but I really just want people to do a dollar. I don't, I don't really care. I'm not trying to like make money, but I just want the secret content. Yeah. The secret content the and, and the thought that counts. <laughs> and I think we make enough that's worth a dollar a month. Yeah. But if you so. think so too, uh, which I think I haven't done extra episodes yet. And I think I'm just going to do throw together another Boards and Swords main show uh, 
outtakes. Outtake reel. We've done outtakes for this all the time. Yes. We don't do a lot of outtake reels for the main show. And I have tons of stuff still that we Is can. Is that because you're perfect on the main show? Hmm? Colin and Cindy are just. No, it's just. No, Colin just edits everything out. Colin edits everything <laughs> out. But before <laughs> Colin, I gave Colin editing permission. It's also the fact that I don't need filler like I do here. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that the show is biweekly versus this show when it's at its peak is weekly. Right. So filler is, a, you know, a very right. important piece. Right. I just um, did the math for what the hourly wage is for making $1 a month. <laughs> <laughs> a penny? Very low. Ooh, Less. It's, very, it's low. It's, it's a fraction of a penny, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so now it's time to come to like probably one of our favorite bits on the show. <gasps> hot and that's seat. the hot seat. Bam, 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 bam. That's right. Jimmy's job is to do the transitions here. <laughs> and it's, I, it's never consistent. Yep. That's fine, though. It's fine. It's consistent in that it's never consistent. So some of these questions I pulled randomly off of various places. Some of them, actually, I got from uh, our fellow Punchboard Media hosts. I threw it in the slack there, and they gave me a couple of good things. Uh, First of all, first question we have, and these are just in case you've never listened to the show. Hot Seat is just quick fire, top of your head kind of answer questions. First question is, what is your quest? Ah! Uh, you know, my quest is to leave the world better than I found it and eat as many tacos as possible. Uh, quest. Uh, Mine is to make sure that the Gen Con episode comes out tomorrow because that's been on my to-do list for a while. Yeah. I have to wake up early. We have an early brief. <laughs> <laughs> so what's, your, what's your quest? Uh, my quest is more quests. Okay. Okay. You can't wish for more quests. <laughs> it's not, it's against the rules. Where? Show me where it's written down. <laughs> Just quickly writes it that down. Reminds, quickly right. writes on hand. I'm sorry. Tangent. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of there's the video that's going on Facebook. I think it's a college humor video. That's oh, it's aw. the the other team and all the, like the the, uh, the, the, oh, the, yeah. Disney, the Disney sport or your kids sports videos. That's like. I can't believe we're getting beaten by a dog. And it's like, well, coach, it doesn't say, I know it doesn't say that a dog can't play football. <laughs> yeah, that right. one. So, Jason wants to get all his kids into college LOL. and live forever. Aww. Those are his two quests Good off the quests. top of his head. That's, I, that's. Don't do like blood for the blood throne to live forever, though, because yeah. that's, that's a rough life. Yeah, no. or, or wishes from genies, because those always have like a catch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, your kids will get into college, but then fail if you do it with a wish with a genie. Don't do it with a genie. I saw a Doctor Who that's episode, right. one of the old ones, where the, 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 they gave out mortality, immortality, but it was basically you become a piece on a statue, and that was you living forever. Oh, it's <laughs> not wrong. Yeah. You got to be specific. Yeah. All right, next one. What RPG have you bought a ton of stuff for, but hardly ever played? None, because I only buy things when I know I'm going to use them. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I mean, I bought Phoenix Dawn Command, and the only time I've ever played it is on here. <laughs> uh, so I, I didn't necessarily buy a ton of stuff for it. I've bought a lot of the Star Wars RPGs books, and mm. I don't play them really. I don't. Y'all play the game. Yeah. But I like having them. And the art's nice. Yeah, that too. Mm. Uh, I bought the Star Trek RPG. And then I bought that one RPG from those British people at the booth at Gen Con. Okay, so maybe it was a question more for me. (laughs) All right. You know, if that other Chris was here, that would probably be a better question. Okay. You can only have three pizza toppings for the rest of your life. Okay. You don't have to have them all at the same time. And basic sauce and cheese are freebies. What are they? Extra cheese, extra cheese, and (laughs) banana peppers. I'm a sip. I like one kind of pizza. Now, if it's a non-standard sauce, does that count? 
No, like I'll say not, a, if it's not tomato sauce. What's it? it? It specifically says basic sauce and cheese or freebies. Okay. So I'm gonna say if you deviate oh. from right. that, yeah. that's one of them. All right. Can I guess so, what yours is? Yep. It's feta cheese, uh, white sauce, and spinach. You got it. it Although like, if I can only have three, I don't know. Was, the spinach doesn't add much. Is that? So I might go with like. Um, was was that one of those like disgustingly cute couple moments? Like, oh, she knows ah, it's, it's pizza. pizza. Or, it's pizza. Yeah. It's, it's that's, uh, <laughs> we have too much cholesterol it's, it's in our blood. It's not cute. Okay. Yeah, it's just that we order pizza. But I appreciate enough. you thinking. And we get okay, the same gotcha. thing every time. I'm probably gonna go with. I'm gonna go plain. Or actually, I'm gonna go controversial a little oh. bit. Mm, plain, plain, and plain. No, nope. I'm gonna go pineapple. I'm gonna go pepperoni yeah. and sausage. Cut your yep. damn microphone cord. Look, <laughs> if you if you don't agree that pineapple belongs on pizza, chill out. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. This is my pizza, yeah. not yeah. yours. <laughs> All uh, right. So, uh, pepperoni, sausage, and uh, ham. In whichever form the company, <laughs> so either well, either easiest. a pepperoni or a ham chunk. Well, he's like, talking yeah. about like bacon sometimes. Yeah. Well, it, well, uh, well, no, ba- could... bacon's a completely separate item. Oh, okay. The, um, like Canadian bacon, or yes, because uh, Papa John's. I think Papa John's calls theirs Canadian bacon. Oh. It's little like ham strips. Like it's yeah. It's like cubed ham, but like four cubes stuck together. It's what you put together. in your bachelor like chow. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. For reference, Jason says Italian beef, pepperoni, and some vegetable. Mm. Some I love vegetable. a some vegetable. Some vegetable. That's very nondescript. Right. Oh, Richie. Ooh, Richie says black olives. Ooh, with a pineapple oh. and a pepperoni. Getting hey, you know what? Salty. I'm down. Ooh. I'm but, down for the oh. pepperoni pineapple well, I black love olives. a pepperoni pineapple. Yeah. Was, that the, was that the Deadpool order? Olives and pineapple? I don't know. I think it was just pepperoni and black olives. Because he said sweet and salty. Oh. For his pizza. So maybe. Maybe. Or maybe it's Skittles. Skittles and olives. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this one you could probably opt out of if you don't want to share. What's the funniest thing you think you've done to embarrass yourself? I come on a show every week. <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny. You gotta <laughs> think about that. That's just, that's just embarrassing. Leave. It's not it funny. Just embarrassing. <laughs> that I've done on purpose to embarrass myself? Or just... Uh, I guess the funniest way in which you've embarrassed yourself. So, the funniest uh, thing that you think you've done to embarrass yourself. The, the, oh, this wasn't funny for me, but uh, the only show that my father ever came to when I was in college was a performance where I was doing a song from Legally Blonde where I had to fake an orgasm on stage. So oh. that was great. And then also I couldn't find the key for that song because we switched to the key right before the performance. So I was off key having a fake orgasm and my dad was like, two rows in front of me so that was so not great does it count if it's only embarrassing yourself to one other person yes sure okay so and it's not what you might think all right i'm just gonna go ahead and get that out of there you don't know what i think <laughs> i just i know where your brain so goes. it doesn't involve cats <laughs> no <laughs> right okay so uh the first time i had to go on a work trip um when i was it was the first time after i started dating ashley and she was not you know, it was like the first time we really had been separated for, and this was going to be like three weeks. Yeah. And she was feeling really sad about it. And so like as a mother's day gift, she had gotten like an iPad. Uh, what I decided to do is I recorded a couple of videos of me lip syncing songs. Oh, and like, imagine how I would lip sync songs. That's yeah. pretty much how it went. 
and uh, saved them onto her iPad with instructions that she only opened them like once every other day or so yeah. just to get a fill. So that's probably just the, really cute. Yeah. But I could understand why it would also be embarrassing <laughs> watching yourself back. It's totes. Was, it was totes embarrassing. Did she love it? Oh, yeah. It was a solid move there. Oh, good move. Good move. Still together. I mean, Still together. It worked. <laughs> Didn't scare her off. <laughs> Philip? Huh? I don't know. <laughs> You're still going with coming on the show. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. Uh, Chipotle or Moe's? Moe's. Moe's. Um, Cafe I'm just going to go with... Well, yeah, I'll go with Cafe That Rio. was not the question. I've never been to Moe's and I hate Chipotle. Okay. So Chipotle. you could say not Chipotle. So I will say that Chipotle, what Chipotle has over Cafe Rio is they have a uh, like a tofu. The sofritos like, are not terrible. Vegetarian option, whereas Cafe Rio, what it's just like more it's pinto beans. beans. The, fra- so the beans. question was framed: you either have to go to Chipotle or Moe's. Phil, what? You still got a Moe's connection? I <laughs> I mean they know me there. So one day we could go to Moe's and then I'll give you a solid answer. All right, fine. Never have most. And the last question is the one I told you about earlier. Cremation or closed casket? Cremation. Oh, cremation. And throw my ashes in a tree and then grow a tree around my ashes. Yeah, or just throw them anywhere. I, I mean. Yeah. Or Ooh, make dice out of my ashes. Oh, out of your Ooh. bones. I think, uh, I think I like the... Yeah, mix that's my, cool. Mix that's my cool. ashes in with some resin. Yeah. I'd be and then like give them, they'll be like a, they'll, they'll be like uh, an heirloom that comes down. And also glitter. What are you like a Ferengi now? Is this what's going on? <laughs> I like in, it. in Ferengi culture, when, when they die, they quick freeze dry the body and powder it and sell it as a memento. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> sell it. So, yeah. Chris is going to be, Chris is going to be flash frozen and ground into a powder and then made into <laughs> dice. <laughs> I wouldn't like, mind donating. These are the exclusive dirt bags of holding Chris Renshaw dice. dice. Well, how let's, many, let's how just many say at, at my current status, that's a lot of dice. I know, though. <laughs> I, I read that, like, you, you can't be sure that those are just your ashes <clears throat> after you cremate someone. It's mm. probably, like, your ashes and a few other people's ashes. But it's still probably largely your ashes. ashes. Yeah. We're going to go with, like, it's 80%, it's 80% you, you, 20% just some stuff Other that might have got cut in the oven. People in that town. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> Another argument for scattering village versus burying yeah. under a tree. Or right? d- oh, donating your body to a body farm. That's right. So they can put your body in some weird... Cadaver uh, lab or something? Well, it's like uh, they'll put your body out in a field with weird temperature conditions to figure out what a body <laughs> looks like if it's decaying in a natural way. So oh, that for court cases. For forensics. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. They'll like put you in a freezer. <laughs> And then almost, almost the same. Didn't know that like, was the thing. Yep. Because like med students operate on cadavers. Yeah. And like, Did that's... you know that they like will write letters to the families on mm-hmm. the last day? I didn't know that was a thing. It mm. was, I, I learned that. So we have a couple of friends, Renshaw and I do, a couple of friends who actually despise the last season of the show Scrubs. They were like, yeah, no, that season never existed. Cause it, cause it it, I mean, it feelings. was like weird out of like the continuity of the show. And I think mm. that season premiered like, I don't know, years after gotcha. the show ended. Yeah. So, but it's a fictional show. Yes. But there's a lot of stuff in fact, and these were med students and they were like, yeah. So on the last day of like, I don't know, whatever the cadaver section is, they like thanked the families mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So I heard someone nice. somewhere that there's more fact, uh, factual medicine and scrubs than there was in house. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> Very believable because House is a lot of like very random weird diagnoses. Yeah. And him like I don't know, watching some kids spill soup in the cafeteria. <gasps> <gasps> 
It's got that disease. <laughs> He's got drop soup disease. Right? <laughs> drop soup disease. And, it's, and it's never lupus. Did you know Wasn't that that he... always the recurring theme in house? Did you know that uh, he, Hugh Laurie has a, like a folk album where he plays piano and I'm sings? Not, I believe it. I'm not it's surprised. It's very, very good. Anyway, weird fact of the day. There you go. Go check it out. Back in my day. Back in my day. You just <laughs> fell off a cliff and that's where you died. That's so unfortunate. Where you passed out, so that's just where they dug and buried you. Buried him under a tree. Under a tree. Trees. <laughs> Trees. <laughs> Favorite skin. <laughs> all right. That's all we got this week. Bye, everyone. So thank you all for showing up. Thank Anybody got any you. last words? Hmm. We should uh, make shake. like a sign out. Like a, a thing. Word. Well, last time we started doing the thing that what did we okay. learn here? What did we learn on this episode? <laughs> no, we already had oh. ice cream. <laughs> I just meant like a phrase all of us say at the end, like Tabasco sauce. And as we say <laughs> at the end of every episode, Schmiggly Bird, Duper, Schmiggly Bird. Wow. I like uh, it's okay to be a dirt bag, but don't be a jerk. Don't be a jerk bag. <laughs> I hate that. I hate it already. Don't. We'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. That's what we say at the end. We'll workshop, workshop it. it. Thanks for listening. Let us know if you've been enjoying the show. Is there a game that you'd like to hear us play? Well, you gotta let us know. Our email is feedback at dirtbagsofholding.com. You can find the Dirtbags on Twitter at dirtbagspodcast, or you can follow me personally at Chris the Prof. If you're on Facebook, Give us a like over at facebook.com slash boards and swords pod. Dirt Bags of Holding is a Boards and Swords production. You can find other great podcasts such as our main show, Boards and Swords, where we make fun and have fun talking about tabletop games over at boardsandswords.com. We're also a part of Punchboard Media. Go look at some other great board gaming podcasts by going to punchboardmedia.com. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time right here on the Dirtbags of Holding. Where we all bring something to the table. Pull up a chair at punchboardmedia.com.